you can have a little gay as a treat. <laughs> just just a little bit, but it is poisoned. I'm Milk. And I'm Peaches. And you're listening to Nymphomercial, the podcast that reviews hentai both enthusiastically and regrettably. And uh, we're still in guest month, and this is a special little ditty that we have for you. Please welcome our very special guest today, Peaches. Hello. And Peaches has been hanging out with us before, um, one of our lovely Wieners and Wyverns players. So you've heard her around before. The wonderful Val. Mm-hmm. Oh, big, strong lady. Love her. Yes, we love her very much. So you brought us some fun things to talk about, um, a good time to reminisce about uh, some things that have happened in the past and some things that have happened kind of currently. Um, what did you bring us today? Today, I have brought you heart. I have brought <laughs> you dedication. And I have brought you stories about how gay love can pierce through the veil of death and save the day. Those are the ingredients to horny Captain Planet. <laughs> All right. Well, we are covering supernatural fan fiction today, and I guess those two things have a lot in common then. <laughs> oh, man, I'm so excited. I have been excited to cover this ever since milk like first brought it up to me i was like yes i want to talk about all of the weird supernatural fan fiction i read as a teenager please <laughs> yeah if if you don't know the reason this is happening today and why we're covering this um because we've been wanting to bring up fan fiction for a while but uh if you're listening to this on a thursday the 19th uh today's actually the the last day of supernatural the series finale is airing today sad violin music it's the end of an era mm-hmm. pour one out <laughs> pour one out for the boys because i <laughs> think it is locks. still just boys on that show just men i don't think like a woman has lasted an entire season <laughs> on that show in the last 15 years oh man Ugh. <laughs> but yeah since um you know, we're going to be getting into the sexy time fan fiction, the very sexy world of fan fiction. Um, you know, you're here by choice. Uh, and remember, at the end of the day, you did this to yourself. Oh, I like I know what's coming, like what you're about to talk about. <laughs> and I'm just like physically bracing myself. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I, I don't want to. I don't want to start off by talking about that one fan fiction that I have been literally talking about for like two months. Yeah, let's build. Okay, let's build. So Supernatural is really interesting because it's like almost all like gay porn. It's like... <laughs> On the CW? Yeah. Well, the fan <laughs> fiction is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, oh, just in case somehow someone doesn't know what Supernatural is, you know, because it's only been around for like, what, 15 years? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess um, we should probably talk about that. Yeah, Supernatural is a show on the CW. It's been around for a long time. It was started by Eric Kripke, who is actually now doing The Boys on Amazon. So it's kind of interesting to see that evolution of his 
style of TV. Not really relevant here, and I won't talk about that. But um, yeah, it's been around for a while, and it's become kind of a cultural icon, I feel. Yeah, two brothers hunting monsters, and then Leviathans, and God, and all sorts of craziness. Gods, angels, demons, the devil, zombies. I think I've made it up to season four. Right right around the the personification of the seven deadly sins is when um, I just lost lost it. You're like, hey, I've seen Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that I've I've seen Full Metal Alchemist and Brotherhood. That's enough. I don't need <laughs> other sins. <laughs> well, something I really actually liked. I come from a very like Christian childhood and background, so I really actually like seeing supernatural and how they choose to interpret the biblical myths or mythos. That's kind of fun. There is a comic that no longer is around, but you might be able to find it if you do some digging called Blip. That was my favorite interpretation of like kind of a mashup of like different religions and as well as like um, fantasy stories and like the the main characters involved a, a vampire, an android, and a witch. And then one girl who seemed like nothing was special about her, but what it was is that she was a blip. Like the, the synopsis is something like, uh, God has created everything with a purpose and a plan, except her. She's just a blip. She just happened. And, and the, sh- wow. the comic revolved for a while about like the devil trying to encourage her to do art because art is the biggest way to influence the world. And the more influence she has, the more off plan uh, everything is. It sounds really interesting. I like that. That sounds like a really good comic book. Yeah. I have it written down. I'll check it out after the show. But yeah, so Supernatural uh, mentioned the the gay thing. I know recently there's been a, a huge explosion of news around that. Oh, my God. You mean Chuck? Oh, yeah. So we talked about it a little bit before the uh, the recording started. But um, yeah, after 15 years of uh, alluding and queer baiting and um, hinting the CW finally made Destiel like semi-canon, but then like immediately killed one of the characters in the canon or in the pairing. So, you know, I guess like every little bit of progress we can make, right, guys? Yeah. (sighs) Still got to beg for those scraps, like even in 2020. Yay. No, but um, there is some theorizing that the past character will be back and there will be a more um, for sure ending to that because it was left pretty open-ended in the other character, like didn't say whether or not they reciprocated. So, you know, we'll see. Maybe tonight Tumblr will be all abuzz again. I know I'm kind of excited to figure like, I guess just to see how things unfold on Tumblr. Um, I don't have a foot in the Supernatural fandom at all. Like, I haven't watched any of it. Everything that I know has just been from osmosis from, like, friends that are into fan fiction or just being on Tumblr and just kind of being someone seeing things from the sidelines. But I feel like I have enough, like, cursory knowledge about it just from, like, Tumblr posts. It's like putting a bunch of cats in a bag. It's just kind of fun to watch. (laughs) I'm joking. I would never put a cat in a bag. That's a terrible idea. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, that definitely describes it. I, I, I remember 
just Twitter the other night when Castiel was announced, like such a big shift of like politics to just like <laughs> yeah, we're in the middle of an election and we're all like waiting on the result, and then suddenly <laughs> like all we can care about is the fact that Castiel confessed his big gay love for Dean, like that that's beautiful it's like nothing else could have distracted me from politics at that point uh i imagine though um the fanfic community has making some gay ships before that night yeah oh yeah like destiel has definitely been one of the most popular ships in supernatural and it's like it still gets a ton of fan fiction but i think like within like a day of that episode, there were already like over 500 new fan fictions on Archive of Our Own. So it definitely, wow. yeah, there was a big boost. People were inspired. Yeah, that's um, that's a lot in a short period. Yeah. I mean, that, that was like, what, just one day and they got that many? I, I'm looking up um, The Onceler, a very popular Tumblr yes. <laughs> self-obsessed oh, <God>. ship and... <laughs> Altogether, by now, there is only 321 on Archive of Our Own and uh, 66 on fanfiction.net. Wow. Yeah, I have Archive of Our Own. I have the Supernatural page pulled up, and there's over 225,000 works in Supernatural. And we're going to go through them all today, right? We're going to read all of them, you guys. Let's do it. Strap in. Word for word, uh, analysis, breakdown of emotions and text and grammar. And what themes. did he mean when he said this, you guys? Yeah. We're going to work in shifts. We'll take turns napping. And it's like by the time we got to the end, there would already be like three more years worth of fanfic <laughs> to read. Truly the never ending story. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, going through it, um, I wanted to find like some good fanfics to cover. And I tried to find like a lot of the ones that I used to read, like some of my favorites. And it's just I can't find them. It's like they're just buried. I've seen you for like, I don't know, the past four weeks, just slowly losing your sanity over doing this research. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like I turn to my partner and it's just like, oh, my God, I can't find the exact like Dean fucks himself on the gear shift of the Impala fic that I want to like. I need the one that like describes like the lube dripping out of his asshole correctly. And he's just like, oh, God, don't talk to me about this anymore. Just because he wants to wait for this episode. And that stuff's always weird, too, because it feels like a fever dream when you can't find something that you're looking for. Like, I swear, I swear it happened. <laughs> a couple times I've been like scrolling down like a list of fan fiction and I'll like see one and I'll have this moment where I'm like I have like violent flashbacks <laughs> where it's just like, oh, my God, I read that one. And I'll like almost be able to remember like the entire content of it when like I don't even remember like what I ate for dinner yesterday. <laughs> but I can remember a blow by blow of this like weird Castiel lays an egg fic that I read at 17 or 16. Oh, well, those are the eggs that are truly satisfying. <laughs> no, it's painful, apparently. <laughs> In most of the fics I've been reading, when Castiel lays an egg, it hurts. 
Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, Supernatural fanfic is kind of weird. Yeah, so so what are some of the ones you've, you've brought for us to talk about? <laughs> so, um, it's funny looking at my list of bad fanfic, or I'm sorry, not bad fanfic, just weird fanfic. Because just because it may not be my flavor does not mean that it's not other people's flavor. But I'm noticing that a lot of like the really weird fic that were just like too much for me are J2, which you guys probably don't know what that is. But um, no. within the supernatural fanfic world and the shipping world, um, real person shipping is like really oh, popular. No. And oh, it's no. like, <laughs> Kate is like, no, 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 I don't want to hear about it. It's so bad. Um. <laughs> And the main the main actors in Supernatural, they're called um, Jared and Jensen, Jared Padalecki and Jensen Eccles. And so their ship name is name is called J2 and it's just a J and a two. And yeah, uh, the people who ship that, they kind of scare me. I mean, there is a certain level of evasiveness of like shipping real people. I get it in the sense that when someone is like a big enough celebrity, they they almost seem so detached from reality that you you almost think of them as a character, especially with how media portrays all their like facts and highlights in a type of pacing that just makes them seem not real. But I think it's important to remember, you know, these are real people. That's a real person, dog. (laughs) Like imagine Googling yourself. And, <laughs> and finding fanfic about yourself. Yeah, I, no. I think unless someone's consented to that, you shouldn't. Which, by the way, yeah. I fully consent to. You are more than welcome to write any fanfic about me and send it to me. <laughs> Validate milk. Write a fanfic about milk. Oh, we're going to have to figure out what um, our OTP is with milk. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Milk and cookies. Oh. Yes. <laughs> So a lot of the really weirder fics that I've read have been J2. There's one that I found that I it's like a series. And I actually did end up reading quite a bit of J2 fan fiction just because when I was younger, just because I wanted to read more fan fiction and I had read like most of the good stuff for like my ships so I started kind of branching off into like other ships that I weren't really interested into. And for some reason that included like real people, dark days for me, I guess. But yeah, uh, there's like this one series where one of the guys knocks over a statue when he's younger and an Egyptian fertility god curses him with a uterus. Oh, and no. so he ends up getting pregnant. We love some mpreg. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Gotta have that (laughs) Mpreg. And the Supernatural fandom is full of it. Like, they love Mpreg so much. And actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't even know if I can put this on my list of bad fics because, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, they did it okay for what it was. Like, he ends up getting pregnant and then he, like, goes to the doctor and they find out he's pregnant and he becomes, like, a medical wonder he like falls in love with his doctor and then he ends up giving birth and the doctor like falls in love with him and then they get married and then they have a couple more kids. Now that I think about it, this may actually be one of the better done Mpreg stories. <laughs> yeah, mark that off <laughs> my bad fic. I'm, I'm changing my mind on that. We're moving it to the new list. Yeah, the good sorry, list. new column. 
the, <laughs> the pro mpreg column. Yeah, actually, I never thought I'd be pro mpreg. <laughs> That's a HIPAA violation, though, right? <laughs> that is. I just want to mention, I, I'm kind of like scrolling through Supernatural fanfic on fanfiction.net, and I filtered it by the longest. And there is one that is 154 chapters oh. with 409,054 words and 230 reviews. That's insane. Wow. I hope that person writes like actual books too. Not saying that fan fiction isn't a legitimate form of writing, but like if you know you're keeping up at it, like please write books too. If you can put that out, like 100%, you should try to channel that into like your own stories because for sure writing fan fiction is totally cool and like i think it's really awesome that people can take like these characters created by somebody else and make these really like interesting stories like hundred thousand words and i'm still like into it but like damn imagine what you could do like making your own shit i wish i had that ability <laughs> that's like so impressive really is uh, but no, I have read some really long Supernatural fanfics. I think the longest one I read was like 150,000 words. Wow. And I think I read that in a day, too. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I wasted all my talent as a teenager reading Supernatural fanfiction. <laughs> I have like nothing left for my adulthood. The longest. Oh, my God. The longest Supernatural fanfiction on Archive of Our Own is two million words. <laughs> <laughs> two million two okay. million words just dedicated to supernatural that is impressive that is really impressive that's insane but yeah we were talking about mpreg um there are a lot of mpreg fanfics in supernatural i think it probably comes because there are no women in the show yes so they're like well we really want to like write these stories like we got to feel like that cream pie kink, but we have only got men, so I guess the men will have to get pregnant. I didn't even know Impreg was a thing before I got into Supernatural. Like, what a sweet summer child I was, like the first time I ever read an Impreg <laughs> fanfic. It's like, oh, they have a family? Did they adopt? It's like, nope. They did not. You know, not many people can can look back through their memories and find their first Impreg. So it's a special <laughs> thing to have. Mm -hmm. At the same time, it explains so much of my trauma. <laughs> yeah. What are some of the other common, like, tropes that you can find within Supernatural fanfiction community? So I know, like, Impreg is a big one. Okay, so some of the most popular Supernatural fanfic genres are probably ABO. So Alpha, Beta, Omega. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And um, <laughs> I'm sure your listeners know what that is because it's hentai. I don't. What, what? what is this? What? Okay. So Alpha, Beta, Omega is... Oh, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like an alpha has like a knot on his dick and <laughs> like a dog. And then like an Omega yeah. has like a really wet like hole. <laughs> and a beta is just like a normal person and normally like in abo stories it's like 
oh, I'm an alpha and I don't care about like alpha omega dynamics. I don't care if I end up with another alpha or a beta. I just care about that. And then they meet like this one omega and they just turn into like a complete horny monster that has to like fuck them right in the middle of the subway or wherever they're at. Um, like omegas tend to like go into heat and it's like, oh, mm-hmm. my butthole is so wet. You have to like fuck me right now. Like I've never wanted a baby, but I want a baby. And they can get pregnant and all that stuff. And betas are just in the middle. Like, oh my God, I hate yeah. this so much. Betas are our reference point. Yeah. Yes. It's basically like ascribing supposed wolf characteristics to people, even though yes. um, the person who originally did the wolf study was like, yeah, no, this isn't real science. So, <laughs> but it makes for great sexy fanfic. Wait, yeah. like horny dripping assholes isn't real science? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. As far as like pack. Pack structure. Just because you have a horny dripping asshole does not mean everybody else does. Look, I've been working on this dissertation for years. <laughs> <laughs> I know, like, from what little bit I, I know about Omegaverse, especially in the context of it being, like, werewolf adjacent, <laughs> is it tends to be, like, alphas are, like, more um, aggressive, like... <laughs> wolves and then like omegas are like kind of like your your garden variety twinks so <laughs> omegaverse <laughs> yeah it's uh, a thing it is oh yeah there's a really good video essay from Lindsay ellis about the omegaverse and it's just like it is a masterpiece like definitely check it out if you're curious about more about the omegaverse there is like a a court case right now yes yeah over who owns it and that's the other thing too um in that video essay Lindsay ellis gets a little bit into the whole there's some legal disputes over who owns the omegaverse so um it's wild that is so wild (laughs) so yeah abo is really popular in the supernatural fandom it kind of depends on who you ask but um, I always preferred Alpha Castiel and Omega Dean for some reason. Uh, you could talk to some people, though. Complete opposite. You know, it's all just personal preference. You know, it's important to to remember whatever your political view of who should be the Alpha and the Omega, <laughs> you can come together as friends. That's right. You know, <laughs> you have to reach across the hall. But I, I do love the two-party American system, Alpha and Omega. <laughs> yeah uh, the the green party of beta just doesn't get enough votes so we just ignore them no but seriously pretty much in any like abo fanficin fanficin in pretty much any abo fanfic you read the beta is just kind of like standing there like um i'm gonna go eat some pizza now i guess because you two like don't even realize i'm here because you're too busy fucking Oh, oh, I know. I'm the beta. <laughs> you heard it here first. Beta milk. Uh, but yeah, and connected to that, like werewolf fanfics are really popular, yeah. too. Yeah, I read a lot of werewolf fanfics where it's like, oh, this town is run by like this clan of werewolves. And then like. Castiel moves into town and he's a lone wolf and then like Dean meets him and then he like joins their pack so many like that werewolf mafia oh yeah 100% gotta love that werewolf mafia some other popular tropes I would say are 
uh, priest AUs, and an AU is like alternate universe, so like a universe where things are completely different and they have different jobs and they're different people and blah, blah, blah. People really like priest AUs. Secretary AUs are really popular. I think like part of that comes from the fact that like there is actually like an episode where there's like an alternate reality type situation where like Dean and Sam are working in an office. They're not related. Like they have like false memories and they have to like solve a mystery together. And I think with the like monster of the week format, there's a lot of stuff for people to fall back on when it comes to like these tropes. Cause there's like um, the, there's an episode where um, Dean encounters this gin and he's like sent to this other like kind of alternate reality where like his mom is still alive and like people take like that concept and they use that for a lot of fanfics yeah supernatural fandom's pretty pretty wily they're horny are there any coffee shop AUs? oh my god so many i know um so many crossovers are a big thing in fanfic You know, I was actually never a big crossover fan when it came to fanfic. I normally kind of like backspaced pretty quick when it came to that kind of stuff. (laughs) You weren't a super who locker? No. No. I've seen Archive of Our Own only has 18,978 crossover works of Supernatural. Oh, is that it, huh? That's all. (laughs) You know, a day's reading. And you know, like that was a big thing on Tumblr was the whole because Supernatural was so popular and Sherlock and Doctor Who. And then everybody just kind of like mashed it together. And then you had Super Who Lock. Oh, they made yeah. like GIF sets. Mm-hmm. Of, like all they the characters. Dash Con. Oh, my gosh. That. Oh, Dash we don't talk about an Dash extra Con. hour in the ball pit. <laughs> Speaking of piss. There is one Supernatural fanfic. That is so bad that, like, I can't even find it online anymore. <laughs> the Forbidden Fic. The Forbidden Fruits. So it is a J2 fic. Have to put that out there. Oh, and boy. it is about, um, how, how do I explain this? So it is set in Haiti um, after the Haitian earthquake in, like, 2000... 2010. So, oh, no. uh, yeah, so there's that really big earthquake in Haiti in 2010. And then, like, 2011, I think, 2010, this person released a fanfic about one of the characters going to Haiti after the earthquake. And that in and of itself is fine, but the fic was done so poorly and so insensitively that, like, they got so much backlash from it. It was very, like, tropey and white savory. And oh, no. oh, yeah. And just, like, very insensitive. And then when people, like, pointed out to the author, like, hey, like, this is kind of insensitive, they, like, lied and claimed they were a completely different race than what they were. Like, I think they claimed that they were Haitian and they were, like, using the fan fiction to, like, try and process their feelings. And some people were like, wait, I think I've, like, seen pictures of you before. And it, like, came out that they were, like, white. It was just kind of a mess. Yeah, the name was Caught Between the Earth and Sky. <laughs> yes. And there is a whole Wikipedia page or a, a fanlore.org wiki page on oh, it. No. And lots of 
information here. I feel like that was like a pretty common occurrence, like thinking about early Tumblr days of like there being big fan fiction scandals like that, or just like issues in fandom with that happening where someone gets called out on something and then they backpedal and try and lie their way out of it. Hold on, I'm like scrolling through the fanlore.org page. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh. I want to go read this too. So what were some of your favorites? So one of my favorite supernatural fanfics, besides like all the like weird porny fanfics that I really liked secretly and ashamedly because, you know, don't look at me, I'm dirty. There was this one fan fiction that I read that was like so good that like I I don't know, I got done reading it and I just like had to like walk away. It like it it should have been a book I felt. It was called Named and it is actually still an archive of our own. It's by RC underscore McLawlin, but Jesus dies, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, dies. And all of the angels in heaven are like freaking out because God is gone. And like Jesus has been holding down the fort for a long time and then he's gone. And so like heaven has like no authority and the angels are like running around and they have no idea what to do. Oh, I, I don't want to like give away the ending for it because it's like such a good ending. Yeah, we'll put the, the link in the show notes so you can read it yourself. <laughs> okay. But um, basically, like, it's kind of set up as a, like, monster of the week kind of thing that because, well, Sam and Dean have to deal with all these other, like, problems connected to heaven. They might as well, like, solve this problem, too. But then as you get more immersed in the mystery, you find out that, like, Dean is meant for something greater. And it was just really, really, really well written. And I thought it was really good. So people should read that. Um, Another really good one that I read, it's called Twist and Shout. And it's actually the highest super rated like supernatural uh, fanfic on Archive of Our Own, like in the number of hits it has. And that's a crossover between Supernatural and the Boppet fandom. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Dean is a Boppet and Castiel is the person who plays it. And, you know, they get together. Boppet. So the funny thing about Twist and Shout is I was following the author on Tumblr when they were first writing it. And so I like got into it kind of at the beginning and I got like pretty heavily invested in it and it made me cry and it was really good. And then when I came back to look at all the fan fiction for this project, I found it again and I saw it wasn't finished and I got really, really sad. Now, I know it's sometimes like even 10 years later, a fic might get a new chapter or something. So, <laughs> you know, know, I don't think that will be happening with this one. I hope it will. But it has not been updated since 2014. And that is and that fic is called Twist and Shout. And it's by Gabriel and Stand By Me on Archive of Our Own. So if you're listening, Gabriel, <laughs> we, we need that ending. Finish the fan fiction. I'm coming to your house, buddy. No, I won't do that. It's set in 1965 and uh, Dean is drafted into the Vietnam War. And just from that, I think you can already tell it's like a really depressing fan fiction. Yeah, not, not a lot of room for happy moments, I would imagine. 
No. So don't read it unless you want to be really, 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 really sad. There actually are some Supernatural fanfics that have gotten published. I've bought a couple books that were originally Supernatural fanfictions, kind of like Twilight. Twilight yeah, was originally or Fifty Shades. Yeah, yeah, I mean Fifty Shades cuz like Fifty Shades was a Twilight fan fiction. Like there's a priest AU fanfic where like Castiel's a closeted gay priest and like Dean's got to fuck him. <laughs> he's got to. Yeah, he's, he just got to he want that priesty. But that one I did pay my own money for. Good to support the artists. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was another fan fiction that got released as a book. That one wasn't that one was a sex slave AU because there's a lot of sex slave AUs, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. And it's always like, oh, I need money. So I'm going to sell myself into slavery. And like a really nice person buys them. And like they do not go through a bad experience. They, they, They have a good time. It is not. It's very much wish fulfillment. What were like some of your favorite sexy ones? Any any particular Ooh. one that that rang home for for you? Um. Okay. So for like my favorite sexy supernatural fanfics, I I really liked ABO. I'll be real. That that was like one of my favorite genres. You know, there's something really hot about like hot sexy like dude he's like oh no please like i'm so i'm so horny like fuck me right now and the guy's like okay i can't control myself let's do it and then they do it would you consider yourself an a b or o <laughs> i'm probably a b let's be real oh, okay yeah i mean i'm i'm probably close to asexual so i feel like the thing that isn't getting like crazy uncontrollably horny is probably the most similar to me yeah but i mean you can always strive to be an ace (laughs) alpha i guess (laughs) i guess that's true yeah i'm gonna hold your hand i'm gonna hold your hand on your finger you know (laughs) i'm gonna lay my claim on you by holding your hand really hard (laughs) that's how i go about it maybe i maybe i am an alpha Mm -hmm. you're an alpha of head pats oh that's adorable Alpha cute notes. <laughs> I loved um, fake relationship AUs. Like that fake shit. relationship? Yes. Yeah, pretending pretending yeah. like you're in a relationship for like, maybe you're like going to a wedding or like you need to like make someone oh. jealous or whatever. Yeah, I thought you meant more amazing. like pretending you're in love with someone for the sake of keeping your, your marriage together longer while no. I grew up in a dysfunctional house. I mean, what? That sounds like it's bordering into NTR. <laughs> yeah, that sounds terrible. I, I, that Yeah, no, no, not, not quite. Uh, <laughs> it is mostly like, yeah, I'm going to a wedding and I don't want my entire family to know that like I'm not dating anybody. So... I'm going to like ask this guy who I met at the airport to be my date and he's going to agree because he fell in love with me two seconds ago, but I don't know yet. And then they go to the wedding and they have to share a bed and there's fucking it's great. (laughs) Who knew weddings could be so romantic? Who knew? It's almost like they're not about the cementing of a relationship or anything like that. Or tax breaks. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. I honestly kind of liked anything that was like alternate universe style. 
if you give me like a well-written coffee shop AU, I I can sit and read it for like seven hours. I just feel like it's so nice to be able to like to stretch someone's creativity and to take these characters and just put them in a different setting. Like that in of itself is pretty incredible. Yeah, I think fanfic writers can be very ingenious in what they come up with. Uh, I imagine that fanfic of TV shows is probably one of the best scenarios because then I, I feel like TV shows lend themselves to let you get to know the character the best out of any medium. You get to see them, hear them. There's enough time for, for things to come up. And so then, you know, these fanfics can play off characters, you know, better than any other type of media related characters. That is kind of how I've always viewed fanfic. I feel like fanfic's other benefit is the whole, um, I always think about the concept of like fix it fix, like, oh, you don't like something that happened or, oh, like, you know, you think you can do it better. And I don't mean that like in like a like condescending way, but it's like people just, you know, eh, don't like that. I'm going to rewrite it. And I wonder if that's going to happen now with the current stuff that's going on with Destiel. <laughs> if um, things don't go the way that the fans want them, which uh, I'm we got one episode to fix it. I'm sure there's going to be tons of fix it fix. So, yeah, fanfic writers are really amazing. I, I've i tried writing fanfic and I get really caught up in like thinking about like, OK, is this actually like what characters would do? Like, is this situation like realistic? Like, is this an OK response? And they're just like, ah, fuck it, whatever. Like, I know how these characters are. I can write this. And, like, they'll come up with really accurate stuff. And some of it's not accurate. There are some really OOC fanfic out there. I feel like fanfic writers would probably be really good at playing D&D as far as, like, keeping consistency with characters. Because I feel like that's an area that I sometimes struggle with with D&D. It's like, no, you got to think about what your character's actual motivations are. What would they do? That's why I play Tilp. Her motivations are just serving people and surviving with one brain cell. <laughs> <laughs> well, she does it so well. She does. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have a note. Fanfic based on Taylor Swift songs. <gasps> oh, my gosh. It's surprisingly quite a few in in the fandom. I don't know why, but like there's this one called the short skirts verse that was really popular and that I really loved. And it's based on the uh, the song You Belong With Me. Yes. She wears short skirts. I wear. Yeah, you know. I wear wolf. Um. I wear furry costume. She's cheer captain and I'm in the bleachers. Yes, that song. See, I love T-Swift, so <laughs> we even tried getting her to sponsor the show in one episode. So. Oh, really? She didn't want to do it? Yeah. Oh, she's too busy trying to get her master's back. Yeah. She doesn't have the time. She needs our help. We're just trying to help her. Yeah. <laughs> throw throw T-Swift a bone. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, but that was like one of the most popular like high school fanfics that I've ever read. And it was really good. And I found it today and I was reading through it. And I was like, oh, when did the author last update it? And it was like 2011. And they're like, hey, oh, I'm probably not going to write any more supernatural fan fiction. Season six has killed my love for the show. It's like, oh, man. I was like, I feel that, though. I barely got through season seven. <sighs> 
I got to ask, when you're reading fan fiction, like, do you have a preferred, like, place to read it? Are you, like, a read it on your phone kind of person? Read it on the computer? I prefer to read it on the phone just because I don't want anybody coming up behind me (laughs) and, like, reading, like, Jared stroked Jensen's penis and called him a little dick pig. (laughs) Like, I don't need anybody knowing that. Valid. Um, I feel like that's consistent with... um, my friends that read fanfic and they read it on the phone for very much the same reason. Yeah. Yeah. I, when I started reading fanfic, I was a teenager and I mean, I obviously don't want my mom like coming up behind me and like knowing what I'm reading. She did that one time when I was reading a book, it was like the princess diaries and somebody mentioned Mm -hmm. like sucking face to another character. And she's like, you can't read that anymore. So if she knew I was reading on my computer or my phone, she probably would be very upset. So so Peaches, let's let's get to the real meat and potatoes of why we're here. The thing I've been talking about for like two months. Yeah, the thing you Mm -hmm. mentioned during Wieners and Wyverns that made me go, we have to do this. (laughs) Yes, by far the weirdest supernatural fan fiction I have ever read was called Tomorrow. When the apricots are ripe. And Which it's is just, <laughs> such a poetic title. It I is, just for real. Like you do not think like clicking on that, that is going to be what it is. Yeah, and that sounds beautiful. <laughs> and it is by J. Trifan Stone on Archive of Our Own. Oh. And it is a slave AU slash pony play fic. Not just that, but a J2 (laughs) slave AU slash pony play fic. No. So it's real person fan fiction. Yes. (laughs) Which just makes it like so much weirder to read. Oh no. And what these real people were pretending to be ponies. (laughs) Okay, in this, only one of them is pretending to be a pony. Oh, okay. And it's the result of some psychological damage. um, Because in this world, you can sell yourself into horse slavery. So if you've got (laughs) debts and, like, need money or, like, whatever, um, you can sell yourself as a horse and you like go live with somebody and you're a horse from college dropout to the stables just <laughs> clearing those gonna debts. be stable one way or another <laughs> oh, no. see i i just can't with horse slavery because it just reminds me of um I'm not, like, in the My Little Pony fandom, but I'm, like, My Little Pony adjacent by virtue of being a furry and having been on Tumblr. But, like, what they call it in the My Little Pony fandom of, like, when you're famous or, like, popular in the fandom, you're called horse famous. So, like, horse (laughs) slavery just sounds like a dark facet of the My Little Pony fandom. (laughs) Once you get horse famous, they sell you into horse slavery. (laughs) (laughs) To turn you into glue. I mean... (laughs) You're chained to the likes and subscribes, you know. <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> do it for the horse vine. <laughs> <sighs> um, 
Yeah. So in this universe, you can sell yourself into horse slavery if you need money. And Jensen is sold to a person who does not treat him very well. So when the story opens up, he's being sold to a horse farm in like Oklahoma or Nebraska and where Jared works Jared Padalecki, not to be confused <laughs> with the actor Jared Padalecki. Um, but he's like working on a horse farm and like Jensen comes out of the trailer and like, let me let me see if I can find a quote from it. As you're looking, what's racking through my brain here is could you imagine someone owns a farm and they're paying people to pretend to be horses <laughs> instead of because like farm maintenance is already very expensive yeah. and all the things you have to do. Imagine just like also having to pay horse actors. Oh God. Okay, here we go. The stud screams once, high and fierce, and Jared starts forward. He hears the horse first, metal-shod hooves on planking, and then, Jesus fuck, is close enough to smell the fear sweating off the horse's skin as the stud stumbles out of the trailer. It stops Jared still, the sight of him. The stud stunning breathtaking and so fucking damaged jared can hear the shock of the sight of him ripple through the watching grooms although the lines of his bones and muscles are beautiful his cock and balls everything a stallion should be the studs filthy as dirty as if he's been rolling in mud for months sweat trickles in gray rivulets down his back and wrings his neck in grime he boots and hooves his hands encased in gloves that are cracked and worn the leather dull the lacing uneven his mane is halfway down his back and his tail is tangled and knotted both of them so dirty jared can't hazard a guess as to what color they should be the welts on his back under the dirt and the piercing on his cock and nipples are red and inflamed. Worse, the corners of his mouth are torn and scabbed, fresh cuts on old scars. Someone's had a vicious curb bit on this horse and ridden him hard and often, and that should have been a crime. The stud has a mouth stove so finely made he could be pedigree but it's so swollen and bruised, it's impossible to see if the damage is permanent. I'm screaming. <laughs> I, I'm so upset I'm because that's, that's better than anything I will ever write in my life. <laughs> I know. And so it's about pony play. But what's wild to me is like I'm listening to it and I, I'm thinking as he's coming out of the horse trailer, I'm like, is he a fucking horse? Is he a literal horse? And then I'm hearing more. I'm like, oh no, no, he's a person. And then I hear the part about the child. I'm like, he's a horse person. Like I am just, I'm gone. This is like sent Such me. Flavorful metaphors that span the spectrum of the rainbow. Just right. It's like really well written. And yeah. like you're like, oh wow, like it really is a horse. But no, it's a guy who has a butt plug <laughs> tail and <laughs> I wanna read this. This is beautiful. Um and like the other thing that's like sending me to is like leave it to horse girls to being like the horny, absolute horniest people ever. Oh, well, oh. I mean, if you love dudes, you love horses, the only thing that could be better, 
horseman horse dudes mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh this brings me so much joy um yeah and, and we might be kind of sound like we're shitting on it, but no, the, no. the amount of quality of writing here is phenomenal. And if you're into it, by all means, you know, <laughs> enjoy what you're writing and reading. Um, it's just from an outside perspective. This is buck and wild. <laughs> it's bananas. And yeah, and that should go without saying as far as like being on the podcast, like we're never like shitting all over things we're just reveling in the pure like wildness and banananess that like is human sexuality like yeah i think it's best to always just take that point of knowing that no matter what you're into whether it's uh considered out there or if it's vanilla to somebody else that's wild like like even me being ace like i've heard people saying like how wild that is and having a laugh about it and that's the thing like it's funny to someone. And I think that's a, another part of your sexuality you should find enjoyment in is just like knowing that it brings other people some other type of joy. Yes, definitely. Man, I'm just like reading this fanfic now. Oh, wow. <laughs> You're in, in, enthralled by it. <laughs> it got me. It's pulled me back in. I know. I want to read more. It got you by the bridle. I I want to know, like, does this involve, like, because um, I got to ask, like, with some knowledge, cursory knowledge about horses, um, does it involve, like, breaking, breaking the horse? So in this fanfic, in Tomorrow, when the apricots are ripe, Jensen, after selling himself into horse slavery, um, he got a bad owner. And so this opens up where he's been sold to like a new farm where Jared works and he is like seeing how just traumatized and scarred he is and just wants nothing more than to just like help heal him and like help repair the damage that like his previous owner did when like trying to break him. So it's mentioned, but, you know, it's not they don't try to break him. They're, they're okay. very nice to Jensen. They're like, That's you, good. you're a good horse. You've been through a you're lot. You're a good horse. That, is it like a horse rehabilitation like farm? Not specifically, but... They have sheep and pigs. All the people who work on the farm are very nice. They're just very That's nice good. people who want to do the right thing. And like as much as you can when you run like a farm of people, you know. <laughs> do the right thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're paying all these people, so. So I, I was going to say it's pretty far removed because they're not actors on Supernatural. They're they're not brother. Well, in real life, these actors aren't brothers, so I guess that's not too different then. But I guess they're still actors, so at the end of the day, it's not too different than Supernatural. <laughs> I don't remember why Jensen had his debts and had to become a horseman, but they were extensive. Probably gambling problems, as it always is in anime. Or or it might have been like trying to be an actor on some like uh, (laughs) CW show. Yeah, CW science fiction (laughs) show. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, no one's into ghosts or werewolves and it it didn't work. So he had to become a horse. Horse people. Yeah. That's what the people want. When is CW going to start their horse show? (laughs) Oh, God. Yes. I I think there'd be a big market for it. Yeah. I think all the supernatural fans should read this fanfic and then go to CW and say, this is what we want. 
This is the next evolution. Like you could keep on Jared Padalecki and Jensen Ackles and just make this fanfic. <laughs> I would watch this. I, I'm not going to go and continue through Supernatural. I always I already get enough snippets watching my roommate watch it and just <laughs> losing my mind over this. But like, you know, tomorrow's ripe apricots, was it? Tomorrow when the apricots are ripe. Yeah, I would let it ripen me. I would watch every episode <laughs> on release night. Same. This is like on par with like uh, like soap opera, like telenovela, like kind of thing. Like I would definitely watch this. I mean, you know, there are podcasts that are very niche that like kind of go through chapter of chapter of like Harry Potter. Um, maybe this is my next podcast. <laughs> Just horse slavery? (laughs) Just specifically this fanfic. (laughs) Every week going through a chapter. That would actually make for a really good podcast, I feel like. It would make for me going insane. (laughs) (laughs) I just imagine you'd be like, okay, guys, here we go again. And then you're just like, (sighs) oh, God. Okay, let's do it. Scream into a pillow before recording. (laughs) Sound check. (sighs) Ah! And you just never stop screaming. (laughs) Editing isn't too hard. I mean, I do have to edit out an hour of me just screaming into the void. But after that, (laughs) the show really writes itself. Actually, something about this fanfic that was really interesting is that, like, it is not just, like, porn. It, It really attempts to, like, engage your sympathy for Jensen it's like Black Beauty, but with the super Yeah, it's like there are like paragraphs like, oh, like Jared thinks about like his previous owner and how like they didn't like treat him right. And as he like watches Jensen like lope around the open field, you know, and his like horse Jensen's booties. <laughs> like, oh, he's so beautiful. His long hair like flowing down his mane, excuse me, like his mane flowing down his back and like the sweat glistening on his skin and like the look in his strong unbreakable look in his eyes is like all the other hands like try to catch him you know <sighs> beautiful they, I'm like, just imagining a sweaty a sweaty dude galloping away <laughs> from other people that are trying to catch him <laughs> oh <laughs> he's like no (laughs) and there's just another guy from the side who's like damn that is the most beautiful horse I've ever seen oh this it's beautiful (laughs) I'm in tears (laughs) salty horse tears we're not (laughs) we're not making fun of this it's just it's great it's it's really great and I'm not saying that with yeah we're having fun with it Oh. And I do, I do think it's great in terms of like this does seem like it's cut from the same cloth as like Black Beauty or the Horse Girl books, basically. So this is this is beautiful. This is the natural uh, progression of Horse Girl. <laughs> <sighs> you know, I I would be disappointed if like a group of Horse Girls don't have. A human horse farm somewhere in the woods, somewhere. Somewhere in Oklahoma. (laughs) (laughs) Oklahoma or Montana, because you gotta have the room to let them run free. (laughs) 
you know, that's the the U.S. horse belt. Just <laughs> <laughs> peaches. Thank you so much for for coming to the show, coming back, and and mm-hmm. bringing this this just gem of content and a well of or a silo of hay, I should say, <laughs> a trough of hay. Yes. Just this grain of content. Just well, you are totally welcome. Thank you for having me and riding through the muck with me <laughs> on this fabulous journey. I wish you all good luck in your future um, horse slave endeavors. <laughs> uh, enjoy yourself and uh, remember to unionize, guys. <laughs> Bye. 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 Now that I think about it, this may actually be one of the better done and preg stories.